Okay, so let's get started with today's podcast. Hello and welcome um, to another episode of our Campfluencer podcast. Um, my name is Sebastian and I'm very happy to host today's discussion about why the chemical industry is interesting to global venture capital investors. And um, yeah, before we start with our guest of today's episode, maybe a couple of words about myself. Um, so my name is Sebastian Brenner and I'm the managing director of Kimondis since we founded the company in 2018. And, um, you know, one of the great things of working in a startup environment is not only the exciting uh, development of this business, but also to host, um, yeah, new formats like today's discussion with our guest. So I'm moderating this episode today and I'm very happy to introduce you to our discussion partner today. He is doing so many things that's actually difficult to find a starting point, but uh, he's uh, a founder, investor, chairman, venture partner, business angel, and last but not least, a member of our Kemondas advisory board. Um, yeah, I would like to welcome you, Mark Stieke, to our discussion today. Hi, Sebastian. Happy to be here. Yeah, maybe to break the ice a little bit and to just get started, a couple of uh, questions, maybe a bit off topic, uh, just to uh, get to know you a little bit better. Um, just basically, what mindset are you with us today, Mark? Uh, what is what is going on today in uh, in your life? Uh, I'm, I'm happy we actually completed our um, uh, advisory board session uh, this morning, so I'm quite into the topic and uh, looking forward to, to our interview based on the nice traction the business has. Very good. And um, yeah, many of our listeners might know or might have also checked your, your LinkedIn profile, for example. Um, you've been the uh, CEO of ImmoScout, uh, yeah, the leading uh, property uh, marketplace or network here in, in, uh, in the German-speaking countries. Did you even ever find an apartment via a marketplace? Actually, yes, I found my uh, Berlin apartment through Imoscout. And it's funny that always friends thought that there is a boss filter where I get the most interesting property first, but actually that, that's not the case. Um, but given that we were the leaders, um, I found actually my flat in Berlin. Very good. So you were also a proud user of the network that Definitely. you built. Very good. Very good. Yeah, a bit uh, of, a, of another question is, uh, what do you think? How do you get rich faster? Is it Bitcoin investment or trying to evade taxes? N neither nor, <laughs> I think, at least uh, not, to, not in my life. Um, so I prefer good angel investments. That's the faster way to get rich in an honest way. Yeah. Um, so uh, tax, uh, you need to pay taxes uh, as a good citizen. And Bitcoin, I don't invest uh, because I don't uh, know it enough. And I only do invest where I have a clue about what I'm into. Actually, something maybe interesting uh, for our listeners and also why we are later than talking about investment into the chemical industry. Is that something that you principally follow as a, as a, as a principle, only investing into something that you deeply and fully yes. understand? Yes, uh, whether I buy shares of uh, publicly traded companies, I always want to understand their story, their company, and I love to be close to certain companies and then buy stock um, and the same goes when i go into equity investments early stage i really uh, need to know the people and understand the business and the market quite in depth okay so what does it mean for you knowing the people knowing the the business model like what would you be looking for when you when you uh, get an investment uh, opportunity usually when i get a kind of introduction or someone reaches out to me and say don't you want to invest 
first I meet the founders, uh, the founder team once, twice, three times. Mm -hmm. And then I do some research, speak to people, um, understand the market, the business model, and then do more DD. And uh, this is, uh, I need to have a good feeling and, uh, and a base of trust into what I'm investing, especially if I'm leading the angel round. Often I invest together with friends and then someone of us uh, in that angel uh, round takes the lead and the others trust and follow. And would you say it's equally important, the people and the business model, or would you say there's a preference for, for one or the other? Actually, the most important also uh, in hindsight is the quality of the team, uh, because good founders and good uh, founder teams always find their way by changing things. And uh, then the other important thing is the size of the market. The actual business model, the product, the initial idea is not so important because that can be changed uh, over, the, over the time. Okay. Well, thank you very much, I think, for um, that as an introduction. And um, with that, I would like to uh, basically um, uh, yeah, guide us over to um, our today's topic. Yeah, as we've already started to discuss, uh, Mark is uh, an, an expert in investment yeah, uh, for, for a whole series of years. And uh, we'd like to focus today uh, particularly on the chemical industry. I mean, Kimondis is uh, um, part of the chemical industry. Uh, we are driving digitization in the chemical industry. And I think we'd like to know, get a better understanding of, yeah, how is, how is venture capital looking at this industry, at the chemical industry per se? With enthusiasm and respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we'll get, we'll get, into, we'll get into that. But I think what's 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 I think noticeable first of all when we look at the chemical industry, it is um, an industry which is I would say generally perceived as as being quite traditional, right? Relatively uh, um, established, um, has a long tradition uh, out of the industrial revolution uh, over many decades, basically developed. But I think what is interesting to notice that in that area still there is more and more startup um, activity, more and more innovation into new business models, for example, uh, happening beyond the core competence of the chemical industry, which is research development of new molecules and, and, and compounds. Yeah. So, um, but actually it seems to be one of the last industries of the big industries which gets digitalized. Mm -hmm. um, uh, media, e-commerce were the front runners, then you have FinTech, real estate tech and others. And the chemistry industry is at more at the at the back burner of that. Yeah. But that's also an opportunity, obviously, for for those who do it right. Yeah. And um, you talked already about uh, when you when you started about you know you look at the team, but you also look at the structure of the industry. Is there something particular about the chemical industry? You know, looking back, you know, also um, uh, the history that we uh, that we have here with uh, with Kimondis. Is there? something that particularly uh, struck your mind when uh, when we started working on the chemical industry? Uh, first and foremost, it's the this pure size of the business and the industry. It's a trillion business, global business. Uh, so that's sizable. So mm -hmm. if someone really cracks it, then it gets has a huge uh, valuation potential. That That's a very uh, important argument. Also, it's quite complex. Um, you have the value chains. Um, you can't, it's, it's diff different to e-commerce. It's not, not just buying, uh, you need, it's regulated. You have technical mm -hmm. samples. Mm -hmm. People um, need to follow rules. You have logistics under certain um, 
um, uh, challenges. So it's complexity, but what I also liked is that buyers are also sellers and you have the distributors. And so once you crack it, there should be some network effects inside the market in order to be, if you're one of the leaders, you continue to be one of the leaders because you have this network effects inside yeah. the industry yeah. already. Yeah. Um yeah, and I think we've we've talked already um, uh, quite a bit um, about this. But is there any particular um, opportunities looking at this industry from an investor's perspective that you would like to highlight? Um, looking at the more traditional, more the established uh, industries, I think given it's still very analog, the disruption and digitalization potential should be huge. It's quite inefficient how, at least from my outside view, people do business um, in a way, and therefore the potential of a marketplace and of uh, software and data to make this industry more efficient should be evident. Mm -hmm. It's more question how do you get successful in this and do you have the patience and the funding and the know-how to do it because just launching a website and hiring some coders wouldn't do it so you need certain ingredients probably to to disrupt this industry yeah okay and um would you say there is also maybe any like particular risks that you see uh, in uh, such an like investment into into digital space uh, for such an industry? Anything particular? Maybe it's the lack of pressure, uh, because what I feel, especially uh, in, in, in current times, the, the lack of uh, suppliers to find new buyers is limited mm -hmm. because they have scarcity uh, in many areas. So that, that is a risk. And the um, also the established... Um, Uh, chains and networks are always um, less um, driver of changing things. So uh, contemplation and yeah. success in your current way of doing business yeah. is always uh, not that easy to, to change something compared to the banking industry where they lacked a business model and they were more easily disrupted and had also the necess necessity to change. Yeah, but I think without um, uh, further questions, if I'm listening to you now, you are convinced that this transformation that we've seen in other industries, you've mentioned many of them already, we'll see as well in the chemical space, right? I mean, there's no Definitely. doubt about this. There's no doubt. Uh, obviously, you can't change. It will still be production. It's not a virtual digital pure uh, play. Uh, but the way how you do business, how you find new suppliers or new buyers, the way how you manage your process change, how you do um, the communication, I think can be done much more uh, efficiently. Mm -hmm. If you look at maybe also your investment choices, we've talked already a little bit about what you deem the, the success factors in, in, in making these choices. Is there any tips that you would like or that you have for our, for our listeners also today? Like, how do you look at uh, your investments and how you prioritize uh, them? It depends a bit whether people are interested in investments or whether they're more interested in how will the chemical industry be digitalized. Mm -hmm. um, so for in investors, obviously, it's important to hire entrepreneurs who can take risks, move fast and be innovative mm -hmm. and uh, and have funding. And in most industries, actually, 
what I learned is dis successful disruptors come from the outside of the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, in Hartley and Immoscout, for example, only a very few media companies were successful. All the uh, incumbents like Immoscout and others were digital-only startups on the green yeah. uh, field. And therefore, um, I think that you, if I'm in the chemical industry, you need to be careful not to miss the train. And if I'm an investor, I would make sure that any investment has enough outside view to think differently. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, was there anything particular that made you specialize in, in marketplaces? Is there anything that you would, uh, with hindsight, look at and say this was particular or was it just by, by chance that you uh, got to know so many marketplaces and digital digital marketplaces? I think the first marketplace was more I got into by chance was a media marketplace and it came from media and media in a way are also two-sided markets, a marketplace and a two-sided market. Media has a reader side and has an advertiser side. So I, I grew up with this logic of two-sided markets. But right then I got into more platforms where you had two-sided markets um, with buyers and sellers. And uh, the interesting thing about platforms is you have the chicken and egg problem mm -hmm. that leads to um, you need to have good funding and it takes quite a while. So you overcome that issue, have enough liquidity on both sides in order to get traction. But if you then succeed, usually these are uh, winner takes all markets where if you're the leader, you have created very, very big value because the network effects and the market entry barriers are very high. Yeah, okay. And um... Yeah, now we're looking at this also, not, of course, in the in the context of the chemical industry, particularly. Um, you've you've just mentioned an interesting thought, which is, I mean, um, obviously um, uh, correct if you look at this um, uh, from 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 the outside, which is that in other industries usually it was companies from outside the industry transforming the market. So if we now look at this in the context of of the chemical industry, you've just mentioned uh, an interesting fact in your previous answer, which was that in many other industries, it was outside in innovation yeah people companies coming from outside the industry that drove um, the change um now at kimondos obviously we're looking at this also from inside the industry we're transforming the industry from 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 the inside maybe you could shed us um, a light also now in particular on the chemical industry yeah what is your view on this um, on this question what we learned here at Kimondis um, is that we have actually best of both worlds because obviously it's good to have this outside view and you, because you need to create a purely digital company, which Kimondis is, and it's set up very differently and separately from the shareholder of Lanxis. But on the other hand, in order to understand the market and get access to the market, you need the chemical domain knowledge. And that is provided also by the shareholder. And therefore, in the venture, in Kemondis, we have chemical experts. Uh, we have you, Sebastian, coming from the chemical industry. But the DNA of the company uh, is a digital one. So we have 50% of the people are tech people. The other 50% are commercial people who are very analytical. So the typical setup for it digital only company, but with the domain know-how of the chemical industry. Mm. And then maybe um, to round up this discussion, um, there's always this notion of, you know, fast growing digital companies and market placing uh, places disrupting an industry, this particular term disruption, yeah, this causes obviously 
um, yeah, shocks, a uh, little bit of, 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 um, of fear, yeah, with many people involved in the industry. We've seen this, as you've mentioned already, in other industries. Um, how do you look at this? And maybe with your experience of so many years uh, in this transformation, how would you, how would you explain this to, to someone who is deeply rooted in, in the industry? Let's take the example of Immobilien Scout, which is the leading property portal. Um, the effect of uh, such a classified marketplace was transparency and eye level of buyers and sellers. It has not changed the real estate industry completely in a way that it's disappeared, but uh, the way how real estate is marketed, presented, but also searched for has significantly changed vis-a-vis -vis the old newspaper times. Mm -hmm. And I foresee the same for the chemical industry. So the way how matchmaking works, how you manage the whole buying and, and supply chain process will probably change, but that will lead to more efficiency and for more prosperity for the industry, at least for those who embark the boat early. Mm -hmm. early. Mm -hmm. Okay. With that, I think I would like to come to a close already of today's session. And uh, I would like to uh, thank you very much, Mark, for giving us your insight from the outside, but also now you're becoming more and more an expert of, of the chemical industry working here with us. Thanks for everyone listening in. I hope you enjoyed the session. And um, yeah, I hope you stay tuned for our next episodes on our social media channels, LinkedIn and Twitter, uh, some of them. And uh, yeah, we hope to see you soon and discuss in the next Campfluencer episode. So goodbye and see you soon. Thank you very much. Thank you.